Hey everyone, I'm Roger Herring. I am the Investors Accountant, founder and president of Investors Accounting LLC. And hey, thank you for joining us on the Investors Accounting Podcast today. We're using this as a way to expand on some of the YouTube videos that we've been doing recently. And today is obviously no exception to that. We're going to pick up on a video that we did a couple weeks ago and posted it uh, just earlier this week, as a matter of fact. Uh, it was about holding rentals in an S-corporation and why that wasn't such a good idea. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let me give you a little background on exactly what happened and how this topic arose. I was at an event a few weeks back, and a nice lady came up to me and said, Last year, my accountant wouldn't let me deduct anything for my rental properties. And I don't understand because I've always been able to do that. And I said, okay, what kind of entity do you have your rental properties held in? She said, they're in an S corporation. And I said, aha. You see, the rules changed on the S corporation a couple years ago, and we had to start reporting something called basis. Now, we've always had a basis, and losses in S-corporations have always been limited to our basis, but we never had to report it before 2018. In 2018, the IRS, with the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, said, okay, we need a little more accountability because of all these losses that are being claimed, so now S-corp owners, you have to report both your shareholders' basis and your loan basis in the company in order to be able to write off losses inside of the S corporation. So let me break this down to you and put this into English, okay? You always have had to personally fund the loss in an S corporation in order to take the deduction. Translation, if you've got a company credit card that you use to fund the loss, you can't write that off, probably, because that doesn't add to basis. The credit is in the name of the company. But if you put $10,000 in the company to fund the loss, now you can write it off. The problem that we have with rental properties is what do we do? We leverage those things. And when we're leveraging, we're using other people's money, and that doesn't go into our basis. So how is basis calculated? Well, the first thing that we have is what is called a shareholder's basis. The shareholder's basis is money that we call contributed capital. That's just money that you've put in to start the company that we don't intend to take back out. And then we add to that any income that we make. We subtract from that any losses that we have. And we subtract from that any distributions that we make. And the number when we say contributed capital plus income minus losses minus distributions, that is the number of our shareholders' basis. And as long as that basis is positive, we can write off up to the amount of the basis. Now, let's say that We've had a couple of years, and our basis is negative. Well, there's another kind of basis in an S-corp. That's called the loan basis. And the loan basis is simply loans that you have put into the company minus 
tax benefit that you have taken. What is the tax benefit? That would be losses that you have applied against your loan basis minus repayments. That equals loan basis. Loans minus tax benefit or previous losses that you've claimed against it minus repayments equals loan basis. And if the loan basis is positive, then you are allowed to take deductions against the loan basis. The problem here is we're using other people's money. And nowhere in these calculations do we take into account the mortgage. Ouch! Because that's the biggest part. So time and time again, if you hold rental properties in an S-Corp, Eventually, you run out of basis, and now you can't take any deductions. And oh, by the way, you can't take any money out either because you've got a negative basis unless you take it out as a loan repayment. And if you don't have any loan basis, then you're going to pay a capital gain on that. Or you can take it out as salary, which is ordinary income. Well, Raj, um, I thought this was passive income. Well, the problem is, is you can't get it out as passive income. And technically, a rental property that you are actively managing in an S-Corp is not a passive activity. It is an ordinary income activity, and that's not good either. So, what are we supposed to do, Roger? The correct answer is to hold rental property in a limited liability company that is either taxed as what we call a disregarded entity, or as a partnership. The disregarded entity means that this is nothing more than something that is to protect us from our tenants. This is an LLC. We're protected from our tenants, but it doesn't do anything for tax purposes. This is just going to pass straight through to Schedule E on our 1040. Okay, And we can write the losses off right there on 1040. If we have a partnership, we do have to do a basis calculation, but here's a couple of things. First off, the basis doesn't have to be reported to the IRS yet. They're coming down on basis right now, guys. They just added a new form to 1040 to make you report your S-Corp loan basis and shareholders basis every year if you take distributions or if you have a loss. They haven't gone that far on the partnerships yet, but it's coming because the IRS General Counsel is saying that there's not enough scrutiny given to basis transactions inside of the partnership. So how do you calculate basis in the partnership? It's a little bit different, and it is uh, much more favorable for you borrowing money. You see, instead of two basises, you only have one. Now, while you can loan money to your partnership LLC, generally what we do, though, we have partner's capital. Here's the way this is works. We're going to calculate your basis as your partner's capital, which is your contributions to the company, plus income, minus loss, minus distribution is going to give us your capital account. But here's where everything is different. We're going to take that capital account 
And now we're going to add your share of the liabilities, which includes the mortgages on the properties. So when we add your share of liabilities, all of a sudden, your basis shoots up. And what are we able to do? We're able to deduct. And because you have a basis, we're able to withdraw capital. Big difference. Big difference. I tell people all the time, do not hold rentals in the S-Corp. Hold them in a partnership instead. But this basis thing, that's only one reason. There's some more. In the S-Corp, you know, a lot of people say, well, Roger, I intended to flip it. I'm just keeping it now to be a rental, and I want to put it in my own name, so I'm just going to refi it out. Well, that's all fine and dandy, except when you go to refi it out, you're going to trigger the related party transaction rules, and you're going to create yourself a tax nightmare. Now, there's a way to do that, but you don't do it on your own, okay? The biggest problem that I run into is uh, folks that have gone out there and they've gotten advice from great-granduncle Bob, or they've gotten advice from other investors. I'm sorry to say that most investors like to do things themselves. And they'll go out and they'll read a little bit online and see different options and different ways of doing things, and they'll go with what they think is best for them. The problem is, is you guys are experts at doing deals on houses. You are not experts in asset protection. You are not experts in the tax code. And the very most basic part of your tax strategy is how you set up to hold your properties. Guys, please don't try this on your own. That's going to be about it for today. We've only gone about 10 minutes or so. We're going to keep it short, sweet, and to the point. I hope you've enjoyed today. And if you got any questions, hey, just shoot us an uh, email at info at investorsaccounting.com. Until the next time, Roger out. <laughs>